how are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? It's been a uh, long time. I'm, it's been a long time, yes. But I mean, uh, uh, anyway, I mean, it's, uh, it's good to talk again. Yes, yes. It's very good to talk again. And we have a lot to talk about. Um, but today, I really want to pick your brains about the elections in the in the South, in the Republic of Cyprus, because it might be one of those things that save us or break us. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we are, we, are, we are in the sort of last months now, mm-hmm. uh, in a pre-election campaign that started uh, uh, more or less one year ago. So it's, uh, it's been a long time, uh, people, you know, um, trying to, to figure out the candidacies and this and that. But yeah. um, as we stand now, unless there is a very big surprise, we are at the point in the pre-election campaign that the map of the candidates is complete. Mm-hmm. We have three main candidates, Averof Neofitu of uh, Democratic Rally, Andreas Mavroyanis, who and Nikos Christodoulidis, that they say that um, they are independent, but they are supported by political party. Andreas uh, from uh, supported uh, by Akel and uh, uh, Nikos Christodoulidis by Diko, Edek and um, uh, let's see some uh, smaller parties. They haven't <clears throat> they haven't really uh, decided yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, uh, of course, this doesn't prevent, uh, as I said, Mavroyanis and Stodulis to play the card of independent. Uh, mm-hmm. There are true independent candidates, no doubt, who also are the ones who have put some proposals um, uh, forward as well. Okay. Uh, we haven't we haven't really seen. Uh, concrete proposals uh, and uh, in a, in a um, holistic formula, if I can put it this way, by the three main candidates. Okay, okay. And how about the independents, the truly independents? Um, I think we have um, two lawyers, right? If I'm not mistaken. Uh, we have yes, we have um, um, Achilles Dimitriadis, who is a lawyer and is, is um, putting for himself forward. Uh, Kostadinos Christofidis, who, used, who is a university professor mm-hmm. and he used to be the rector as well of the University of Cyprus. And mm-hmm. uh, Marius Iliadis, um, who is a lawyer, and Christopoulos Protopapas, who is the CEO of uh, Elasat, um, a technology company that uh, launches satellites and uh, provides services as well, uh, satellite services. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, uh, the four are running separately. Uh, if I can put it this way, but um, but they are talking, uh, uh, they are talking now, trying to formulate a common platform, okay. with one of them taking the lead. I they see. Have, uh, they have common positions, the most prominent on the Cyprus problem, but uh, they haven't reached the point of moving to together in the same to the same direction. They I are see. talking. They they say they are close, but uh, it all depends on whether they will manage to put. Uh, personal ambition aside, mm-hmm. and support the strongest candidate among them. I the see. one who will uh, emerge stronger, let's say, from um, in the opinion polls. Mm-hmm. Uh, or they, they say as well that they have, they have found the mathematical uh, mechanism to, to, to choose the, the right one. Okay. But I suppose the opinion polls is a, is a factor and um, they should, uh, they should uh, pay attention to this. And and what do the opinion polls uh, show us? Is it right? Right, the opinion poll shows that um, from the four in front is Achilles Dimitriadis. Okay. But uh, but uh, as well with very 
very, very uh, small percentages. I Let's see. say if you add the percentages of the fall, Mm-hmm. You don't go beyond uh, seven, eight uh, percent of the vote. Yeah. So that's not that's not very encouraging. But as well, yeah. uh, I suppose uh, if they announce that they have uh, created, let's say, a movement and a coalition, um, then uh, if they manage to form this coalition, they, they would create a new dynamic, I suppose, mm-hmm. and uh, things may would, change. That, that, yes, and uh, and the support may change. Okay. Uh, also, look, uh, Cyprus, if you ask me, is in desperate need of a new pol- new political initiatives mm-hmm. in both sides of the Green Line. Uh, yeah. We will discuss uh, uh, the Turkey Cypriot situation another time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, uh, such a cooperation in the Greek side, the Greek Cypriot side, uh, could only be a good thing, especially if uh, it develops in a new political party. But this is something for the future. Yeah. Right now, the most important thing for the four independents is to decide who is going to be, to, to decide that they are formulating a new coalition and uh, decide who is going to be the, the candidates from the four. Yeah, and you said uh, the four have a common policy on Cyprus. Can you please yes. explain um, to us what these the, the, this this policy is? They, they all of them, uh, obviously, they support uh, 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 the solution of the Cyprus problem on uh, bi-zonal, bi-communal federation, something that is so much in doubt. Uh, recently, right now, uh, yes, and, yeah, right now it's uh, it's uh, it's like that. But um, uh, they do support uh, this kind of model for solving the problem, and uh, uh, actually they support uh, the the their positions. All of them is in the same sort of um, uh, line that uh, what we used to be the model for uh, for um, uh, uh, for solving the Cyprus problem. What okay. we we had before. Yeah. Uh, so it's. Uh, I think because I I, uh, I like the federal model anyway. And I think that this is a good. <laughs> this mm-hmm. is a good move. Yeah, definitely. Uh, they they support. Uh, they they have um, common positions as well in other aspects like, um, uh, let's say, uh, for the uh, uh, economy. They 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 want a sort of um, a green. Um, They, they okay. are su- supporting green economy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, as well. They have common position on what to do about corruption, which is uh, so evident uh, uh, yeah. in both sides of uh, <laughs> yes. of the divide, in yes. uh, both in the uh, Greek Cypriot and Turkey Cypriot uh, side. So mm-hmm. uh, basically, these main pillars, let's say, of uh, of policies uh, uh, really create a good a good um, uh, sort of uh, basis. Uh, for a coalition, but let's yeah. see what's gonna what is gonna let's happen. Let's see. I I really the, do hope they manage to, you know, leave personal ambitions aside and and get together for for the common good. Yeah, yeah. let's see. Lots of people, lots of people hoping to this, especially people that uh, they don't believe in the traditional um, yeah. political parties anymore or the traditional the, the main the main um, yeah. uh, candidates. Yeah. Uh, right now, let's say. We don't. If if we take the main candidates, we don't have an accurate idea uh, where each one of uh, candidates stands in policies and everything. But according to the latest um, opinion polls, mm-hmm. Nikos Christodoulidis uh, remains the most popular candidate. Yeah. Whereas yeah. Averov Nofitu and, and uh, Andreas Mavroyanis are yeah. trailing uh, a bit uh, far back. 
Yeah, uh, they so, are. They are. So people think that this, especially uh, you know, regarding the the, the percentages of uh, available neofitu and Andreas Mavroyanis, they think that if the four candidates manage to have a coalition, mm-hmm. then uh, they could, uh, let's say, with a new dynamic, they could get close to the percentages of um, of uh, the two main candidates. Okay. But let's see. Okay. Let's That's see. I think that this is far. I think that this is a little bit um, optimistic, mm-hmm. if you ask me. Uh, but uh, for me, it's very important mm-hmm. the fact that um, they create something new. Yeah. If they cre- and if especially if this uh, uh, could be developed in a new movement, I think this is a very something yeah. that uh, Cyprus needs it uh, desperately. Yeah. I mean, talking about something new, when we look at the three main candidates, mm-hmm. they're all close uh, allies of uh, the current president, uh, Anastasiadis. Um, so how do they differentiate between each other? How do they differentiate themselves from each other? Uh, it uh, more or less look. Uh, this is another issue. Uh, we will. We will. Uh, I'll. Um, I'll say more a little bit uh, later. But I mean, let's say you are absolutely right that uh, all um, all of the the, the, the three Nikos Christodoulidis, Abdelaziz Nafitu, Andreas Mavroyanis, they they used to be uh, in Averofi still. Uh, obviously, close uh, to uh, to Nikos Anastasiadis. Yeah. Uh, Nikos Christodoulidis was uh, first a governmental uh, spokesperson, and then uh, he was the foreign minister. Yeah. And Andreas Mavroyanis, for uh, almost ten years, he was the main negotiator for the mm-hmm. for the Cyprus problem. Whereas mm-hmm. Averov, of course, is the is the leader of uh, the governing party. Yeah. Um, they, the, the difference is, I think, uh, is uh, how to, uh, on, on how they try to build their image. Uh, okay. And uh, uh, Nikos Christodoulidis, he tries to, to build an image of a good person, young and, uh, and uh, energetic, uh, but uh, mainly this. Averof Nofitu tries to, to build the image of uh, the continuation of successful policies, and Andreas Mavroyanis, now as well, because he's uh, he's uh, supported by by Akel, uh, he he focuses on uh, of obviously Cyprus problem, but as well on um, corruption and uh, the other issues. Mm-hmm. So they try to differentiate, but people, you know, uh, that the, the the similarities with uh, and the closeness to Nikos Anastasiadis yeah. was something uh, that it was mentioned a lot. In the previous months, now mm-hmm. this thing has um, has subsided. In this okay, case. okay, I see. Uh, coming to Akel's decision, um, a lot of people around me were surprised. I mean, Greek Cypriot friends were surprised that Akel went with Andreas Mavroyanis as opposed to Ahileas Dimitriadis. Mm-hmm. Um, how? Do you know how they made the the final decision? And I also heard that they were, you know, um, inclined towards Ahileas Dimitriadis for, for a while, but in the almost in the last moment, things changed. So, do do you know the background? Do you know how this decision was made? Uh, well, I only know what um, you know, um, uh, journalistic information, basically, and mm-hmm. uh, the, what the reportage says. And, and uh, the reportage says that um, Akel's uh, leadership um, was uh, split in a sense in between okay. the two. Okay. And uh, the, the, 
people like, um, uh, let's say, uh, uh, Aristos Damianou and, uh, and uh, Yorgos uh, Lukaidis, uh, mm-hmm. George Lukaidis, uh, they supported Andreas Mavrogiannis and they managed to pass this through the, through the bodies of, uh, the, the governing bodies of Akel. Whereas the, the secretary general of Akel, uh, Stefano Stefano, he was for, with other people, he was um, supporting Achilles Dimitriadis. Mm-hmm. That was the main reason, I think, is um, electability. Uh, okay. the, the people that supported Mavrogiannis managed to, to persuade and, and prevail in the governing bodies of Akel, saying that um, uh, Andreas Mavrogiannis was, most, uh, was more electable in a sense that. Uh, uh, if he was passing to the second round of elections, he could, uh, let's say, draw support from other political parties like uh, Democratic Rally and and uh, Rico and uh, this and I that. See, but this is I see. Uh, in, uh, whereas Achilles Dimitriadis, they thought because he's uh, um, he he didn't have this kind of uh, support, he wouldn't he wouldn't draw support in in uh, particular from uh, the cent- the center parties mm-hmm. of the center. But if uh, this is a this is a very weird argument, if you ask me, because uh, uh, if we accept that uh, Nikos Christovulidis, with all the support that he enjoys now in the in the opinion polls, he's gonna be in the in the in the second round. Then mm-hmm. um, <laughs> even if uh, Achilles Dimitriadis or Andreas Mavrogiannis was, yeah. was in there, yeah. Nikos Christovulidis would get the would support win. of the center yeah. of the center parties of the center. True. So. True. Uh, Anyway, yeah. I think it was it was opinions. It was mm-hmm. as well some sort of uh, split in um, in uh, the uh, the leadership uh, of Akel, mm-hmm. uh, and as well it was a, a, an attempt, I suppose, by other members in the in the leadership uh, to uh, to put their foot down and uh, and have their own candidate um, uh, prevail, and uh, they managed to do that. I see. I see. Yes, um, and so what are we looking at? Um, if the polls um, are right and Nikos mm-hmm. Ristodilidis wins this race, what would that um, tell us about the Cyprus problem? Would would there be any shift in the policy, or will it be the will it just be more of the same thing, continuation of the Anastasiadis policies? which is, um, I mean, I don't know how pro-solution I can call them. Uh, so what do you think this, this, what kind of implications will it have on, on, the, on the problem? Yeah, first of all, we have to say that Anastasiadis policies, they have two sides. The one, uh, let's say, side that um, really wanted uh, to solve the problem with the federal model, and the other, uh, the other side, after uh, when we were, let's say, in Carmont and I, and afterwards, who, who, where the, the policy has shifted into mm-hmm. either status quo or uh, two states. Yes. Um, we, yes. don't, we don't know exactly uh, uh, which one is prevailing now? I suppose uh, uh, we have a, the, the the biggest impasse in the Cyprus problem I've ever lived myself. So I would say that uh, yeah. we are not in a good place. We're uh, not. With Nikos Christodoulidis, it depends uh, who Nikos Christodoulidis talks to, because uh, if uh, he talks to people like me, he would uh, sort of uh, uh, talk about the federal model and everything. But yeah. I mean, let's say. How you can persuade uh, uh, 
let's say, voters or, or um, citizens of DICO and EDEC that they were always uh, against uh, uh, the federal model. And BBF. Yes, in a sense. How to persuade them to, to do this one and how these people, they could influence Nikos Christodoulidis is, uh, is another story. I suppose that uh, with Nikos Christodoulidis, we are going to get more hardline than uh, we are now, exactly because of the support he, uh, he has. He's getting when you make a deal with political parties that they are sort of very very reluctant in accepting uh, the yeah. unification uh, yeah. you can't really go back no. and, uh, and ignore them so no. you, you, you will have a political you, you are stuck with that even uh, if you want even, yeah. Yeah, even if you want to to go you know and be mm-hmm. daring and, and, and progress in a federal model mm-hmm. um, the way we know it uh, He's going to have a problem yeah. to do that. Yeah. But uh, uh, let's let's say something else. I mean, talking with uh, with uh, friends and, uh, and analysts, mm-hmm. there is a widespread impression that this presidential election have a new element that things have changed uh, comparing to with the uh, similar let's say elections in the past. Okay. In our contemporary societies. The voters see politicians as consumer goods. Mm-hmm. This is something that um, uh, it's, it's an opinion of uh, Haridimos Tsoukas, who's a professor of uh, strategic governance in the University of Cyprus, and I, I had a chat with him some time ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says that today politicians sell their image, which they shape it via media and especially social media. This way, people become the receivers of the images constructed by the politicians and they consume these images as voters. This is a big shift from the the past because in the past, most of the people wanted to listen to political position and policies Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. during an election campaign. I see. Nowadays, uh, we we don't really have this. We have... um, uh, an the, image. The, 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 yes, we yeah. have a pol- the building of a political image. Yeah. And, and um, it's, it's a very weird situation because... Mm-hmm. Um, Does that the, mean we don't care about the, the policies anymore um, or... H- how does that fit into the psychology of the society? Uh, yes, uh, it's not that we don't care, but I mean we find it very, very tiring to listen to to heavy to heavy issues. Let's put it this way. I see. Let's let's let's. Uh, I'll give you an example. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> let's say that uh, the candidates on a on a television panel they were discussing um, an issue like the immigration, issue, mm-hmm. which is which is um, very very. Um, uh, serious and affects uh, obviously both sides um, of uh, of the divide inside. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in order to be able to understand the, the issue and to talk about it, you need to you need definitely to have an, a, a good view of what um, the immigration situation is right now. But as well, you need to know about the foreign policy. You need to know about many things. Mm-hmm. And uh, neither the candidates, I'm afraid to say, but nor as well the, the viewers of a um, television program like that are, um, have uh, most the of knowledge. Them, uh, mm-hmm. the knowledge to, to, to follow such a serious uh, discussion. Okay. So basically it's easier to talk about um, uh, 
uh, lighter things uh, okay. or, to, or to, to fight or to have uh, conflicts in, in the pandemic instead of talking about serious things and, yeah. and express positions. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we have this, we have this, uh, uh, this new element, yeah. uh, the, the, the image element, and mm-hmm. um, you see it as well. I mean, let's, let's take the example of Nikos Christogrides, which is, mm-hmm. which is a, a, a very good example. Uh, he avoids debates. Okay. Uh, he, he, uh, he participates in panels, but, uh, but uh, he has participated in panels, but I mean, is not a regular, let's okay. put it this way, as the okay. other ones. Okay. Uh, and he announced as well that uh, throughout September he wouldn't participate in any discussion. Okay. Uh, on uh, on a television in a program like that, a debate, mm-hmm. uh, he said because he was uh, formulating his positions and this and that. But I mean, that's I think it's an excuse, and mm-hmm. in a sense, it's logical as well. Debates wear you down. Uh, you are yeah. obliged to answer difficult questions, mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, yeah. to my view, Christodoulidis has shown that he doesn't want to be in this position if he yeah. can help it. I see. Instead, I see. he puts forward the, uh, the image the of image. A, young, mm-hmm. a, a young, photogenic, considerate uh, politician, a good man, yeah. and this has uh, has a lot of appeal to the voters. I mean, I we see, see that in uh, we see that in the. Um, uh, Opinion polls. I see, I see. Yes, I mean, we have had examples of that too in the Turkish Cypriot side where, for example, you know, um, Erolo uh, won mm-hmm. against uh, Talat without talking, without uttering a single sentence, you know, yeah. without putting forward any policies, without participating in debates. So, um, yes, he was selling a certain image um, and, and it worked. So uh, we we can say that this this trend is not only uh, in the in the southern part of the island, but also in the north. But of course, yeah. elections in the north have other problems, like interventions <laughs> from Turkey yeah. and and of things course. like that. It's so everywhere. I mean, if it's, you think it's of everywhere. it, uh, it's, it's everywhere. everywhere in all countries. I mean, you saw, you see examples yeah. as well. The, the populist leaders, the, yes. the, the the rise of the populist leaders actually yeah. is, is. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. see people like Boris Johnson in, uh, yeah. in uh, the UK. Fortunately, yeah. he he had to to resign. But yes. <laughs> anyway, yeah. and uh, anyway, we'll see how things um, are developing in, in Cyprus. Mm-hmm. Um, we have some months until February, and but. Um, let, let's say if um, uh, Christodoulidis doesn't make a serious mistake, mm-hmm. he's, he's going to be win. definitely he's going to be definitely on the second round and with good chances to 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 win. To but win. he has he had some um, some uh, troubles uh, recently okay. because uh, um, the Politis newspaper published I think a week ago a story saying that Nikos Christodoulidis had given instructions to a former aide. Mm-hmm. To open fake accounts in social media to tarnish the oh image of politicians and journalists. Wow. Christodoulidis and his uh, team haven't denied the story so far. Oh, wow. The practice is not illegal, but is definitely unethical and politically damaging. Uh, especially when the candidate, a candidate like uh, Nikos Christodoulidis, has constantly argued that he stands for, for unity and understanding. So let's yeah. see how yeah. things, if this thing affects a, a little bit the support of Nikos Christodoulidis mm. or other things. Mm-hmm. If, if this, if this um, story doesn't affect it or he, he doesn't make a, a serious mistake, then I think he's definitely in the second he's, round and yeah. with good chances to win.
Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Well, Lefteris, thank you so much. That was a very extensive analysis for people who don't uh, daily follow the, the, the media mm-hmm. in the South and, and what is going on. So um, I definitely have a much better understanding of what's going on. And yeah, I mean, in the coming weeks and months, we are going to be talking about this um, even more. Um, yeah, of course, we, so yeah. we have time, of course. We but have I mean, time, we, yeah. We, we are going to be talking as well about the North because lots of things are yeah. happening there as well. Lots <laughs> are happening there too, not good things. <laughs> <laughs> yes, okay. Well, thank you so, so much for today. Very nice chatting to you. Very, very nice, very chatting, nice to chatting to you too. Thank yes, you, Lefteris. And okay. uh, we will be together with our um, listeners with the next podcast soon. <laughs> Okay. Okay. See you. Bye-bye. See you. Bye. The first trilingual podcast station of Cyprus. Island Talks. Open. Diverse. Free.